Welcome to the On My Way podcast. I'm your host, Pernell Bills. And on today's episode, I got a longtime friend hopping on. And uh, my boy, Ray Comer. One thing about this dude here, right? He may not know, but I've admired him from a distance. Even though I, like, we haven't seen each other in years, I've admired him from a distance. He may not know this, but when I was in college, I'd tell dudes about, about this guy. And they were like, you mean, I have another friend named Ray. And he'd be like, you talking about this way? I was like, nah, it's an, it's, I have another dude, like another friend named Earl Ray from back home. He played for Florida State. I still don't know how he did Florida State and not go to Florida. Because I'm telling you, that room was gated down. But I was like, one thing about this guy is I was like, he's probably the smart, one of the smartest dudes I know, if not the smartest dude. He has an amazing drive. I mean, I, I told him about the, I've told friends and stuff about the time period where he dropped like, a, I don't know, like amazing weight in within like, I don't know how many months. Showed up at, at the next year's weigh-in and he just, he was completely smaller. And I was like, what the heck? But I mean, the drive this dude got is is remarkable. And so like, I want everybody, you know, round of applause for my homeboy, Ray Comer. How you doing, bro? Yo, what's going on, man? Pernell, bro, it's a pleasure for you to have me on your show, bro, on your podcast, bro. I really feel honored, bro. How you doing? Man, I feel honored, man, because I'm, I'm telling you, bro, like, shoot, everything I just said in that intro, bro, I'm like dead serious, bro. They've never met you, but, like, I've told people about you all, like, I, right. Right? and it just, you know, even before, like, even before going off to, to, to FSU or even, you know, starting your, your clothing business or whatnot, bro, like, it's always been, right. like, bro, like, this dude has a, is 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 insane the type of work ethic he has, man. And then also at the same time, bro, like I wouldn't have got through college without you know without your mom's helping me out when it came to my fashion, bro. Because definitely my mom didn't know how to do it, and like your mom has you know always been there to help me out. And I like I I'm telling you like fully indebted to you. I wouldn't have met my girl without without your mom you know being there to, to help me out. So wow. um, yeah, yeah, man, you know I'm telling you, one day you are gonna meet my girl, bro. You gonna be like she a beast, but. Like I, I, I tell you, bro. Like I'm very appreciative of, of everything you, you know, you and your family has done for me. And so, uh, again, continue. You always been inspiration for me. Again, dude, who's younger than me, but like the work ethic is just is tremendous, bro. Like it is tremendous. But um, yeah, man. Like I got a question for you, bro. Where did that drive come from, bro? I mean, honestly, I think when it comes to like that kind of drive, it's just. Well, you know me, you know, I ain't never been the, the tallest guy, you know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of feel like that drive came from being, always being considered the underdog or the, the, saying, the guy that people was counting out because of the size and, you know what I'm saying, and not being as big as everyone else. So I kind of, you know what I'm saying, took that same doubt people had for me and that kind of turned into my why. You know what I mean? Like, I always say, like, bro, I'm a ball, like, I'm six feet tall. Now, now, granted, you know, six feet tall, not that tall, but to me, I wanted people to, you know what I'm saying, acknowledge my, you know what I'm saying, my accomplishments or what my, my work ethic as if I was the biggest dude in the room at all, at all times. Um, So, that's, I think that's what it came from, right? I really just think it came from, like, me just always being counted out. And I knew, like, bro, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay, you, you think I ain't doing it, I'm finna show y'all, bro, and I let my accomplishments and the things that I accomplished speak for anything that anybody said that was pertaining to downing me about anything and so forth. 
And did that just come from sports? Like when it came down to it, like when getting started, was it just like that type of that type of uh, thought process and drive? That, did that come from like feeling that type of way when you like joined sports and start doing like you know playing football yeah, and things like that? Man. I think it it really came from sports, bro. It came and and, and, and like bro, one thing about that like sports, bro, like it came from sports. But that same demeanor and that same like drive and that same attitude trickled on and trickled trickled into like my you know what I'm saying like my everyday lifestyle like if it was just you know what I'm saying starting a business or you know what I'm saying thinking about things I can do I still use that same aggression like okay yeah I'm just starting but y'all the word gonna know my name you know type thing so I it definitely did come from sports and I you know what I'm saying I was I did what I could and I and I did extremely well with the size that I had to get to the level that I did get at. Well, even when that situation or even when that journey was over, it wasn't the ending of that drive. Like that same drive just translated into the real world for me. What was your, like your, your, your first, your first business that you did? Cause I know one thing, I don't know. I don't know if this was a business or if you considered a business, but I remember mm-hmm. when I went over to your house, and uh, you had shown me the, what was it? It was like sugar packets. It was like a Kool Aid packets and sugar mixed together. Mm-hmm. It was it was because I don't I think I don't know if you were selling it at school or not. But I was like, that works. Yeah, yeah, man. That that was me, man. I it was, you know, the, it was like a sugar and Kool Aid packet mixed together. It's called like at the time it was called like Happy Crack or whatever. <laughs> yes, like, you know what I'm saying. It had a crazy name to it and everything. But um, but like yeah, bro. I think my entrepreneurship, bro, it came from like an early age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, like eventually, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? as you know, Pernell, like my mom and my dad was together for a certain amount of time, but yeah. then eventually it became, you know, what I'm saying, single parent thing. And like I said, my mom, my mom did what we could, you know, did did what she could, and you know, and you know, make sure we had what we, in quote unquote, needed. You know what I'm saying? But I also wanted the things that I did want as well. So it's like I kind of opened up, you know what I'm saying, like candy businesses and ch- like at an early age before I even knew really exactly what I was doing. You know, like, you know, like back then I didn't even know exactly what I was doing. I just knew like I wanted to start something where I can, you know what I'm saying, be financially independent from my mom at a very early age. So yeah, I did that, you know, that mixture together. And then I graduated on to like, like, legit candy bars like you know like you know like you know snickers you know starbucks yeah and skittles that kind of made it more you know what i'm saying of a familiar product that my clients or my friends would, were would want familiar with yeah. yeah and would want you know basically supply and demand man and and i i did that for a long time that was probably one of my first endeavors that uh that I that that I started and did for you know until I say, oh geez man until like ninth grade ninth tenth grade man so and that was a good run to help you know it helped it helped my mom a lot because it helped you know me basically paying for my own school clothes yeah and my own school shoes and I was just I was just one less thing you she know, had to worry that, about uh, she had to worry about and also it was a it was a good thing for me because I could actually wear what I actually wanted to wear you know what I mean <laughs> so you know so it, it 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 worked out for the better and that also trickled on that same type of situation and and uh an entrepreneurship bug I had at an early age has now you know what I'm saying trickled on to like another part of entrepreneurship that I that I partake into 
now. So it, it, it works out, you know, perfectly for my lifestyle, you know. I, I do have a question, like the 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 candy crack, like how how did that even happen? Like like when did what, what point when, how did you even be like, yeah, yeah, the kids gonna take this? Like what, what like where did that come from? Well, like I really had like uh I had like some like you know what I'm saying I had some friends in the neighborhood that 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 lived in my area. Uh, they were kind of you know, you know just trying things out. And I think one time we was in like I came over one day and I was like, I was like yo, I was like yo, bro, what are you eating? <laughs> he was like, uh, it's this thing that uh we put together where you 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 pour half and half. You pour like sugar and you pour like a Kool Aid packet into a bag and you just eat it. And it tastes really good. It's like uh it's like one of them straw candies. You know the straw candies you yeah. eat? And she was like, it's like one of them, but it kinda tastes better. And I was like, I'm like, well dang, man, if these kids if this kid is like eating it by like the bag, <laughs> what if I what what if I can like you know what I'm saying? I, I it, it, it almost sounds illegal, like, like, a, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I felt like I was like a, a, a like a like a legal candy drug dealer, like I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the lab back weighing up half half the sugar and weighing up half the candy packets, make sure it's a proper mixture and like putting different names on them. Like, yo, like this is what it it, it is in the real dope game. You know what I mean? So it, it, my boy got a scale out there. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like I had my uh my my quick run at Scarface, you know, for a little bit, and uh. But you know, I had to transition over because it was just getting, you know, it was getting too messy, and people wasn't really sure what it was. Yeah. You know, and I just wanted to make sure people know, like, yo, chill out. This is not like cocaine. This is like candy. But that came along with me actually selling like candy that people were familiar with. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now, whew, I'm like, man, how the heck somebody come up with that idea? But you know. Yeah, bro. But I, I would say this, man. You 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 shown like gr- the ability to have to be consistent, um, and to let's say any type of any type of ill learn from those ills or learn learn from any type of, uh, I guess you say hiccups or whatnot. Like when it came to consistency, like there's a lot of people who who jump into entrepreneurship and they 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 go and they stop and they go and they stop and you know from things I've read. That's typically kind of how like entrepreneurs are. Like they'll start something, they'll stop something. They'll start something, they'll stop something. Just trying to figure out what works, and all you need is one thing to pop, and then you can you can run with it. Right. And so like, what what that consistency like? When have you ever felt that that point where you're like, man, I should I should probably stop, or if like I don't know if this is working or not. Have you ever got to that point? Oh, oh man, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's it's it's. It's a part of it, you know. I feel like entrepreneurship is like, it's like how, how can I explain it? It's like you're literally walking in faith, like you're a brand new brand. You know, you're not sure if this is gonna work or not, but for some reason you're trying to believe in it, and it's like you believe in it, but you're, you know, what I'm saying, but you're the people around you, like ah, you know, like just kind of giving you like the rocky, the rocky feel about it. But I think when that happens, when that when that happens, because, like, trust me, like, bro, I'm an entrepreneur, bro, I get that all the time. Like, like, like a doubt or is it is this going to work or is or is this my big break or am I doing it right this time? Trust me, I get it all the time. But when you get in that mode, I just feel like when that clicks in, that's when your quote unquote passion drive should should like 
kick in as well. You know, and I think people sometimes when they try to get into entrepreneurship, they think of it as like a dollar sign. Like, oh, I'm going to make this money. I'm going to get the money. But to be honest with you, man, really the money's like the last thing that should drive you because when, you know what I'm saying, when crap hits the fan, like, that's when your passion should kick in. And a lot of people start businesses and they're not passionate about it. And I always tell my friends and everybody, you know, that I talk to about entrepreneurship, I said, bro, or whoever I'm talking to, I say, yo, you got to figure out, you got to learn how to turn your passion into profit. That's it. If you can figure out your passion, you can turn it into profit. Meaning, you know what I'm saying, chase your passion and the money is going to come. When you try to, you know what I'm saying, trying to turn some profit and there's no passion behind it, it's only a matter of time when it's going to, like, you're going to give up on it or you're not going to believe in it. You know what I mean? So, like, when it comes to my, my entrepreneurship endeavor with clothes, I'm extremely passionate about clothes. So even if, even if I don't get sales or I'm dry or I mess up on a guy or whatever the situation may be, I'm able to dust myself off, you know what I mean, and and then and, and regather all the pieces and put it back together because my passion is the glue to my drive for my business. You know what I'm saying? I know, like even with myself, like yeah. it's kind of like you know the 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 self doubt is there because I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't think I only know one person in my family that's done entrepreneurship, and again, like you know, I haven't had the chance to kind of hit him up and ask him, like, yo, like you know what his take is or his feeling is. Cause right now he live in Ghana. That joker, he left and went in Ghana and he, he, yeah, he, he is, yeah, he a citizen now. Like he, he left, went to Ghana, became a citizen, whole security company. They just did a whole like buy, like what you call documentary with him. Like, shoot, I think like last week it's crazy. I don't know how they would like what happened over there, but I mean, his drive again is, is the glue to it all, you know? So, when it came to, to fashion, like, and doing clothes or whatnot, well, how did you get into the clothes? Because I knew, I knew you was a sneakerhead at one point in time. Well, man, it, it really came from, you know what I mean, just to, you know, keep keep the company I work for anonymous. Um, it, it really it really came from, you know, working for a company right out of, right out of school that kind of, you know, did, you know, basically fashion and designing of clothing, you know, in particular, suiting like suits mm-hmm. and tailoring things of that nature, and uh, I think I, I I ran I I ran into the booth, uh, I ran into the booth, you know, doing like the FSU career day thing. Yeah, and I was like, yo, these guys, I don't, you know, how everybody like when you're not really into fashion, you just like getting dressed, you're just like, you know, putting on a, some slacks or whatever, and a, and a button up, and you know, whatever, and that's it. Yeah, like, these guys at this booth was like dressed two D nine, suited like, and booted. These guys were like the right, like they were like like center focus. And I was like, I don't care about all the other companies. I want to learn about you know, this company, of course. And um, I was so curious about it. And then I, you know, I, t- I took the gig, and when I went through training and things like that, that's when I like literally fell in love, really with. You know, you know, like, yes, I've always been into, like, the urban, you know, the, the everyday attire, you know, fashion, like, you know, T-shirts and ripped jeans. Yeah. But tailoring and suiting is a different level. There's a craftsmanship it's, to it's, it. It's more like a, it's more like an art, you know. It's not the typical red polo shirt, blue jeans, 
and I'm done. It, it, it takes a little more, you know, thought process and treating your body as your personal canvas to create something that, you know what I'm saying, that will only look good on your body type or is appealing to your complexion or, you know what I'm saying, or yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a whole different level. And I'm, and like, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but that's working for that company. That's when I knew, like, this is what I'm passionate about, you know, and, you know, and I believe in this completely. And I think everybody should believe in this as well. Any job or any gig that you take, you really shouldn't be doing it for the money. You should be doing it to learn something from it. So when I did that gig, in my mind, like, yo, like, this is really not about the money. If they if they teach me this knowledge and this skill, I can do my own thing. And that's and that's exactly what I did. You know, I I, I did there with her for a little while. I just absorbed all the money. Like, you know, at that time, you know, I was still living with my mom's man, so I didn't really have many bills to pay. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you know what, the money's cool. I'm I'm saving all the money, but it's that's not the objective here. I need to learn how to do this tailoring thing because I know I can make it on my own, you know. So I think that's where that all came. It actually happened late in my life. Like, I was like, I don't know, 22, 21, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how that how that happened, though. So if I didn't go to that career for that day, I I, I don't know what I'd be doing. Now. I, probably, I don't know what I would be doing. I don't know what I'd be coaching, coaching fo- little league football. So I want you to speak about, like, the importance of, like, having, like, self-belief like belief in yourself at all times like how important is that in your drive and in your grind bro honestly man i think that's like number one that is like number one bro like that's like it doesn't because think about it when it comes to entrepreneurship when it comes to anything that you're trying to create on your own face i'm I'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it honest with you on your your podcast bro no one cares until you're doing good. That's that's just point blank period. No one cares until you're doing good. You have to be your own motivator, your own cheerleader, you know what I'm saying, your own counselor, because people don't want to hear about what you think, you know what I mean? You may call somebody one time or two times, but they're not gonna they're not gonna pick up they're not picking up the third time to hear about what you got going on. So it's literally like you got to be able to self-drive and self-motivate yourself. And, then, and like, bro, I, I know I'm not, I'm not trying to be a, a quote star here. But, <laughs> um, but my, my, one of my quotes that kind of keep me going when it comes to, like, things like things like that, start my business, I always say, you know what, if I can, you know what I'm saying, if I can hold it in my head, I can hold it in my hand. You oh. see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, if I can believe it, I know I can make it a reality. And that's what like keeps me, keeps me driven when it comes to you know saying, just 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 dealing with the the self doubt or being your own support system and keeping that that drive. Like entrepreneurship is not fun. It's it's kind of like graduation. You know, with graduation, you know, you going through school kind of by yourself. Yeah. And then when it's time to walk across the stage, everybody is calling you. Let me get a ticket. Let me get a ticket. And you be like, yeah, "Yo, where crazy. you was at? Where you was at when I was asking for yeah, the them book money? I needed some money on my books. <laughs> or where I was eating ramen noodles, trying to 
trying to stretch a hundred bucks like three weeks. Man, look, let me let you, you know? know this. I'm gonna let you know one thousand percent, bro. Freshman year, so my uh, my uh, my second half of freshman year of college, right? My uh, meal plan got taken away from me, right? Cause I had the money for it, so my meal plan got taken away, and so my mom she'll send me fifty dollars every two weeks, and you don't understand, bro, how 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 I realized I can make fifty dollars work no matter what. And thing is, bro, we didn't, like my my school didn't have like the you know like the you know Walmart up the street and stuff like that. Nah, bro. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Grocery stores we had right next to my school. The only thing that was in walking distance or bus distance that we had, and we, the only school buses would take us there. We had Target and Publix, two of the most expensive, oh, two of the most expensive stores you can have next to a college, bro. And that look, I'm telling right. you, I made fifty dollars stretch. I would go shoot some days, bro. I would sleep longer just to make sure, like, I wasn't burning too much energy, or I try to find something on campus for free that I can, that I can, I can right. munch on, bro. Like I'm telling you, bro, Juggle was starving because, like, it was either this, it was either pay for the books or pay for pay for a meal plan. I was like, shoot, I eat, I eat later. But if I ain't got the books, right. shoot, I ain't gonna be here. Cause that first semester, bro, my very first semester, I didn't have books. My very first semester, and I'm telling you, it was hard. I didn't know, I didn't know my school had books inside of like the like your actual required textbook for your classes. I didn't know they had that until like my junior year of school. Like I didn't know every single every single textbook that you need for school is in the library. And like, not that you have to search through the catalog and the no, they've pulled all those books aside. Into like the the main the main like behind the main desk. And all you gotta do is ask them jokers for it. I didn't know that until my my junior year because I had a whole new advisor who told me all the secrets. And I was like, I told her straight. I was like, you need to fire the other guy, right? Because like you let he let me go to school hungry. Let me go to school trying to figure out how the heck I'm gonna learn this education. I'm taking hella notes. I realized I need books too. <laughs> It was, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That first year was like a, was an eye opener, but it's what it is, what it is, and you feel me? I you know progressing, I'm um, better for it. You know now I know like I can make fifty dollars work for me. But um, oh, bro, right? It, 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 and it's crazy. Like when you become an adult, like you'd be surprised. Like you can make this much, this little bit of my money stretch so far. I, I do as a college student, man. I do think you know discipline. It plays a plays a big part into it. Um, I know that, you know, you, you've had tr- discipline like out the ass, like how, you know, when it came, comes to discipline, how, like, do you practice anything like in your daily routine that kind of keeps you like on your path or do you, is there a time period where you kind of stray away from it and then get back on it? Bro, you know what I mean? Like, and like, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? Like my biggest thing with being on your podcast, man, sometimes people get on your podcast or people, or people have a, a spotlight on themselves. And they try to keep it as gold or as shiny as possible, but yeah, like, you know, what I'm saying we're all we're all human, and I and and I believe like yeah, you want to have a routine, you want to have something that keeps you on the regular, but I wouldn't I wouldn't lie to you where some sometimes you know what I'm saying I may take a break from my routine, but come back on it, but that takes another piece of determination within itself to be able to have the discipline to take a break. And, and and return back to it like nothing left, you know. So I mean, I I, I like my biggest thing. Like I try to, but when I am on my routine or I am trying to be determined and and and, and staying stay focused, I try to plan out my day. Like okay, this time from this time I'm doing A. This time from this time I'm doing B. 
this time from this time I'm doing C. So that way it's not a lot of like freelancing. Yeah. It's more like I'm moving with intention. Like it's it's more it's really intentional. Like, okay, A, B, C. You know what I mean? So it's like I know whatever I'm doing is on a uh like on a time slot. sometimes I even would text myself on my phone my daily to do list and I would just go throughout the day and just check off, check off each thing on my list so that way I know my time is being productive. So people be like, yeah, man, we working hard, we working hard. It's not about working hard. It's about working correctly, working as in moving, moving precisely, you know, moving with in- intention, you know. So that's what I think I would say about that, you know, just like following a plan, staying determined, but just moving in the sense where you're not like just winging it, waking up and winging it, man. I feel you on that one. I feel you. Hey man, how how your mom doing right now, bro? How your mom's been doing? Oh man, she's doing good. She is doing good, man. She's doing fantastic. She's in the process of we're getting ready. Like I'm actually designing her wedding. She's getting she's getting wedding in December. I mean, I'm sorry. She's getting married. In oh December. snap. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. So um so I'm I've been in a, in the works of like designing her attire as far as, you know, her 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 gown, measuring her up for that gown. And uh, I'm I'm actually making her uh, her fiance a very sharp tux for her wedding as well in the wintertime. So I'm 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 always on my creative creative mood, but she's she's doing fantastic and she just, you know, basically counting down. <laughs> counting down for the big day, bro. And I and I'm I'm proud of her, man. I, I'm 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 proud that, you know, saying love came back to find her. You know. I feel you in that. You know, so that's how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because like, everybody, you know, experience it, but it takes so much time to to refine it. And I'm glad she did it. So she's doing great as you have heard. I didn't. I didn't know you did. Uh, you did wedding dresses as well, not uh, wedding gowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I've done a wedding recently where like uh, I've done the whole party. Like I've done the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. So uh, I try to dabble into both. Um, depending on my you know saying the the demand for it, like they want to do a custom dress, I can definitely do it, you know. But it's just really whatever they want, really. Oh, that's cool though, yeah. bro. Like to know that your work is being seen, also um, appreciated. I actually, I, what is what's the what's the what's the future? You know what? Like what's the is there an end goal that you that you have? Because I know for me, like my end goal is only one thing, one thing only. I just I just need Shaq Khan to go ahead and you know to feel like he got to sell the team. My, my end goal has always been the same one, and it's been to own the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, that's my end goal. I don't care how old I get. Don't care, I don't care how old I got to be. But just to say that's my team. Like, I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm from Jacksonville, and I feel like I know what the Jaguars need. But, um, like, what is your end goal? As far as like, in life or it's in business or? um Life and business. You know, like, life-wise, you know, I – Life can be obviously you can have things that that are separate from what you want to do in your, in your business life or whatnot. But like overall, like what's your end goal? To be honest with you, man, like for my life goal, to be honest with you, Pernell, like the thing that I think that drives me the most, you know, is that to be honest with you, bro, I live for my friend. 
you know. Like, man, like, what do you, what do you mean by that? What do, what do you, what are you, what are you saying about you? You're, you're, you're living for your funeral. What I'm, what I'm saying is, when you go into wherever you're going to, life after death, whatever you believe in, the true you and what people say about you is what they say about you at your funeral. You know, so you know, when I'm gone, I, I want people to say, man, that guy worked hard or, man, that guy, you know what I'm saying, done, has, did great things. He's a great guy. He, 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 he never did anything dishonest to me. He took care of me when I, when, when he could, you know, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he's just a real great stand-up guy. And I, I'm, uh, I'm honored and, 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 uh, and, and very appreciative to be able to meet this young man here laying in his casket today. You know, I think that, I think that's, that's the only time in life when people are genuinely honest about how they perceive you or what they think about you. So it's like I live to, you know, what I'm saying I live to to hear what people actually are, you know, what I'm saying think of me as a person. You know, you know, what I'm saying that's just what my what, what I think when it comes to representing my character and who I am as a person. That's what I I, I really admire you know what I'm saying? and strive to to experience when that time does come. So I'm willing to write my story to where anybody actually who anybody who can experience me or experience my life or my lifestyle or my family has nothing but great things to say about my energy and my character. That's that's what I really care about. It's it's it's, it's not how big I get or it, it's 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 not, you know, man that gotta be stressed not about how I dress, it's about what experience did you get from me when you had a chance to interact with me? That's it. And I think if everybody, you know, focused on giving everybody the best experience of themselves when they meet a stranger or anybody that they're around, the world would be a whole different place, man. It wouldn't be as crazy as it is, man. You know, so that's what I try to do. You know, and and we will only see, you know, what it turned out to be at the end. Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. This is probably one of the best episodes I've had. <laughs> and I've had a I've hey, had a, I've had a lot of a lot of people on this on this podcast over the last few years, but like this is yeah, this is shoot. Do you hold yourself when it comes to like expectations? I've you know, I had a chance to listen to uh Kevin Hart's new 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 show or Heart to Heart. And he was talking about with uh he was talking with um Miley Cyrus. And she was saying that she said she's gotten to a point where in her life where she's not, she doesn't live for the expectations anymore, right? She, you know, the expectations that she's had for herself, that she set in front of herself or whatnot, doesn't, doesn't hold her back or push her even forward. Like she lives to, to create and be the best person she could be. Like do expectations, like the expectations, do you set expectations for yourself or like, do they have a hold on you at any point in time or have you completely not worried about the expectations, but just the striving to be better every day? But I'm, I, you know, me being, you know, me being in a tourist and all that, but it's like, bro, I am extremely goal oriented. You know, I am extremely goal oriented, man. And it's like the goals that I have in my life is what keeps the blood flowing. So it's kind of like 
like, yeah, hey, I just wake up in the morning and, and try to be great every day. But that is extremely, like, you know, vague. You know, like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean about by that? You know, and it's like, again, you know, saying I played Florida State. Jimbo Fisher is my head coach. He 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 told us to get one percent better every day. You know, but when when he said that one percent better every day, he's a he he's he's telling you that, but applying it to your position. You come out here to work today. Are you gonna work on work on your back pedal? Are you gonna work on you know what I'm saying? Are you gonna work on you know your play calling? Are you working on you know how you carrying the football? It has to be a a detailed plan or instruction on how you're going to get that 1% better. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when people just say, I'm just going to get better, that it's extremely vague. And I think that doesn't work or is as effective if you had a goal on how you're going to get better today. So I think I'm extremely goal oriented and I, I live my life by detail. Like, all right. So I'm going to have X, Y, Z done by this time next year, or I'm going to have this done by this evening, or I'm going to have this done by next week. And that way it kind of gives you a target or a, like a, or a landmark on your expectations on how successful you're going to be or what you want to get done completed. You know? So would you say like your your time at FSU was was I mean I, I mean I I'll say it probably was but um the knowledge that you received from FSU not just academically but also in athletics like invaluable to your to your to your drive today um that's been added to you cuz I mean to for me you know I'm a obviously a bystander on the outside looking in when it comes to like you know D1 college football right the the real D1 not just you know I, I'm sure F, FCS is is pretty <clears throat> pretty daunting but you were part of you were part of a team for of a, I mean for one of the big 3 one of the most storied programs in all of college football all of major right. sports and also to be coached by one of the the best coaches in all of college football and to right, be right. alongside some of the best players to come out of college football at that time. Like right. that time period, like what else did you kind of learn from the, the, your peers that were also, you know, also on the team as well as from your coach out, you know, you know, outside of the 1%. Cause I mean, like you said, like it's very vague when you say, be better every day, but to be better at your position at something each day, like gives a target, gives a goal, gives a, 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 gives you, yeah, gives you a range. So like FSU, like how was that experience when it came down to your, your growth as a man? Well, I mean, coach Fisher, man, like I have nothing but great things to say about that guy. You know, he's one, he's, Basically, a father figure. I, you know, what I'm saying I didn't know I was gonna have until I actually got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything that he taught us at Florida State is everything he taught us was transferable into the real world. And like that's that was his biggest thing. It wasn't him teaching us something just for us to win championships or to win games. What he was teaching us was trying to be 
instilled in us as young men that would carry on until we are older men that we will still live by. You know, he was like, I'm not just training champions. I'm training the men of the future, you know, and I, and, and, and that's my biggest thing. Like, yeah, the winning was great. Yeah, the parties was great. Yeah, the rings were great. But really, what really matters at the end of the day is what did you get out of it that you're going to apply to your life after sports? Because it, it doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady. It doesn't matter if, you know, you're one year and done. Your football journey is going to end way before your life ends. So you need to use what you'll learn to help carry you through. So I think it's just, yeah, just learn from a guy that, that instilled, like I said, it's, it's, it's still great lifelong characteristics in us. And also the brotherhood, that was one of the, that's one of the best things there as well. But it's, it's really just learning, being, because anything we're doing out there, being just a detail or listening or being coachable, those are all the same things that if you was trying to get a job or anything, those are the same things they look for, you know? So um, I think that's the biggest thing, just, just being a, a sponge because, you know, if you don't go to the league or you go to the league and you got the league, you probably won't be around those minds ever. Those type of minds or those type of individuals really, you know, not ever again. So I, 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 I would definitely say take advantage of the life lessons they teach you along the way, because I, 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 I darn sure do for sure. I feel you. I feel you. So the podcast is about to come to an end, but uh, I, uh, I'm obviously I'm gonna continue to talk to you um, after this, because uh, <laughs> I, I definitely yeah, want to yeah, catch man. up with you, bro. Um, so give me one second, go ahead and wrap this up real quick, man. You guys been listening to the On My Way podcast with my homeboy, Ray Comer again, like ambitious driven goal oriented he said he's a tourist uh <laughs> and uh yeah. like in this episode i'm sure you guys have heard and will hear uh if you you know you will you'll hear some gems some things you can take back with your life and apply it to any part of your life that you're in any any situation that you're in you can apply it to yourself um and so for for one man i want to thank you for being on the podcast bro you're actually on episode 32 mm-hmm. Uh, of the podcast, so that's just so. My number, I, is, 30, my, my number is thirty-two, so I, it's perfect. I know, right? <laughs> and so, um, again, bro, you 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 continue to inspire me, bro. And you continue to 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 not only just just inspire but motivate me, uh, to to keep going and keep striving and and trying to figure out uh who I am and who I'm trying to be. And so, uh, again, I thank you so much for joining on to the On My Way podcast. Again, you guys. Check out my boy. Uh, hey, tell him about your clothing line, man. Tell him about tell him break it down for him. For sure, for sure, man. Well, um, well, like I, I specialize into custom suits and uh, custom tailoring for both men and women. My company is called uh, Array Comir. Uh, you know, it's 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 it's, it's an up and coming high end fashion brand that's that's going to hit the world by storm as 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 as. The more I keep putting into it, but while you're on here, please give my company page a follow. Uh, it's Array dot uh, uh, That's that's basically you know the the, the IG handle. So it's A R R A E 
period, uh, C-U-L-M-I-R, and you just hit that follow button, and I, I'll definitely follow you back, man, because I, I show love to my people, and uh, you you get some dope content, some <laughs> dope content, some, 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 some unique one-on-one pieces that I mastermind with my mind and also with my hands, so check me out, man, and, you know, we'll go from there. All right. Again, you guys listen to the On My Way podcast. Check out all the other episodes that we have on here, as well as go ahead and check out my boy Ray. And uh, again, yeah, we out. Yeah, signing off. Yeah, we out.